0: You're listening to The Money Girl Podcast. Since 2008, I've been bringing you personal finance and small business tips every week for over 15 years to build your money wisdom, wealth, and wellness. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance expert and author of many books, including my most recent title, Money Smart Solopreneur, A Personal Finance System for Freelancers, Entrepreneurs, and Side Hustlers. Money Smart Solopreneur was a number one Amazon new release, and it's available as a paperback, ebook, or audiobook. So I want to invite you to check it out if you're building a business, or maybe you just want to earn more income this year. Thanks so much for joining me this week. If we haven't connected, you can find me on Twitter at Laura Adams on Instagram at Laura D Adams and Laura is my personal site where you can use my contact page and learn more about my work, books, and money courses. My mission is to help you get the knowledge and motivation to prioritize your finances, build wealth, and have more security and less stress. I create every show to make sure you come away with practical advice, to make better money decisions and take your financial life to the next level. On this show, I mostly talk about things you should do to save more, things to help you build wealth and protect your wealth. But today's topic is a little different because we're talking about the opposite, what to stop doing if you want more financial security. I find that focusing on what not to do can be a really helpful way to reframe your financial situation and maybe help you set better goals and ultimately create beneficial money habits. So let's get into it. We're gonna talk about nine things to stop doing if you want more security. The first is to stop overlooking unhealthy habits. While it might seem like health has little to do with wealth, it's actually critical for financial success and wellness. Getting sick drains your energy, and it can also drain your finances, even when you have excellent health insurance. Enjoying success is pretty challenging if you're not feeling well, if you're not feeling physically or mentally healthy. So, taking care of yourself by dropping unhealthy habits is really where success begins. There's just no end to the benefits you get from things like eating high quality food, cutting too much alcohol and sugar, getting more sleep, and getting enough exercise. Adding more movement to your daily routine, such as a walk, yoga class, or weight training, can clear your mind, cut stress, and help you stay focused on what's most important to you. I think living longer, maintaining a healthy weight, and feeling energized are just a few of the upsides of a healthy lifestyle. That helps set you up for success in many areas of your life. You'll probably be happier, look better, and crank out better work. That's a plus for your finances. So maybe you've thought about habits you want to develop this year. I want to encourage you to think about what habits to stop this year. All right, the second thing to stop is overspending. The only way to get ahead financially is to live within your means so you have enough left over to save and invest each month. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, that may take care of your immediate wants and needs, but it's really dangerous because you're kicking a financial can down the road. The trade-off for spending all of your paycheck today is a future with no financial security. To be comfortable later on, you may need to feel slightly uncomfortable today. One powerful strategy that always helps me curb spending is calculating the value of your time related to what something costs. Let me give you an example. Let's say you earn $60,000 a year. That means you're earning about $30 an hour. If you see something you want, maybe it's a pair of shoes or a new suit, something you want that costs, let's say, $300, you would have to work 10 hours before taxes to pay for it. Now, if you want to figure an after-tax ballpark of an item you're eyeing, take about 20 to 25% off your hourly rate. So again, if you're earning $60,000 a year or thirty dollars an hour, that would knock you down to approximately $23 an hour after taxes. So that means you really have to work more than 13 hours to pay for a $300 item. If you wouldn't happily trade 13 hours of work for the item, you need to forget about it. That really helps me reframe owning something and thinking about it in terms of actual work. So I want you to do some quick math before you hit the buy button online or reach for your credit card. That can prompt you to give up unnecessary spending that could be holding you back from having more financial success. Number three, stop carrying too much debt. Some types of debt, let's say a home mortgage, can be part of a healthy financial life if you can easily afford it. But if you're financing a lifestyle you can't afford, the good life must end. Too much credit card or high interest debt doesn't offer you any upside and it actually threatens your financial security. So make a goal to pay down expensive debt so that instead of paying interest to somebody else, paying it to a lender, you can save it and use it to save and build wealth for yourself. If you're carrying too much debt and you've decided that this is the year you want to get rid of it, don't miss my best-selling online course. It's called Get Out of Debt Fast, A Proven Plan for Debt-Free Personal Finances. You'll learn the best strategies for paying off credit cards, student loans, car loans, and mortgages. So you take control of every debt you owe. And one of the many strategies that I cover in Get Out of Debt Fast is how to consolidate debt the right way. Uh, One of them is using a personal loan. So you've got regular monthly payments with an end date in sight. If you want to learn more about the course, you can visit my site, lauradadams.com. All right, number four is stop procrastinating saving and investing. If you haven't started saving for emergencies or regularly investing for retirement, it's time to stop procrastinating. According to recent data in Finder.com's Consumer Confidence Index, they found that 1 in 5, or 21%, said they could not live off their savings for more than a week. And only 39% have a workplace retirement plan, and 28% have an IRA. If you're a regular Money Girl listener, you know investing is essential for building wealth, and it's really the only way to beat the inflation rate. Funds that you will or you might need to spend in the short term, such as within three to five years, should not be invested, however. Those need to stay in an FDIC-insured high-yield savings account so they don't get exposed to financial risk. But the funds that are designated for your long-term goals, such as retirement, must be invested in order to get enough growth i always recommend using a tax advantage retirement account before you use a taxable brokerage account because that's going to allow you to cut taxes while you're saving you know simultaneously you're building wealth and cutting taxes that's just a big win win and for 2023 you can contribute up to 22500 to a traditional or a roth workplace plan such as a 401k or a 403b and that's higher than it was last year. So be sure to take advantage of that. And you can contribute as much as $30,000 if you're over age 50. And you can generally also contribute up to $6,500 to a traditional or a Roth IRA or $7,500 if you're over age 50. And that's up a little bit, it's up $500 from last year. While workplace retirement plans and IRAs come with tax breaks that help you keep more of your money, I want you to remember that they do also come with penalties if you make withdrawals before age 59 and a half, although there are some exceptions. So in general, the money you put in a retirement account is money you know, you don't want to have to touch again. So if you've been saying you'll start investing someday, like when you get a higher paying job, when you get a bonus or have fewer expenses, my friend, you are burning precious time. Successful people never let excuses get in the way of achieving their dreams and financial goals. I always say that starting small is better than not starting at all. So take control by making investing even tiny amounts a regular habit and stop procrastinating your future self will be thrilled and grateful that you did. Number five, stop investing too conservatively. A common mistake is not giving your money for long-term goals the opportunity to earn more because you choose the wrong investments or you just put the money in a savings account. While investments come with some amount of risk, That's why they offer higher potential returns over time. As I mentioned, a bank account is perfect for your emergency savings and any funds earmarked for short-term goals. But if you're a young or even a middle-aged investor with decades to go before retirement, you must take some financial risk to grow your nest egg, not taking risks such as keeping your retirement money in a low-interest savings account, means you likely won't accumulate enough for a comfortable retirement. For example, Younger investors' portfolios should primarily consist of stocks, such as stock mutual funds or stock exchange-traded funds or ETFs. Stocks are one of the most volatile investments, and I don't recommend that you own them directly. I only recommend funds. However, you can recover from any market downturns when you've got a long time horizon. So that's why Investing is important for those long term goals. Yes, you're going to see the value go up and go down, but over the long term, the trend is going to be up and to the right. As you age, it's wise to transition from those riskier investments to more conservative ones, like having a mix of stocks and bonds. A good rule of thumb for knowing what the stock percentage should be of your portfolio is to subtract your age from 110 or 120. For example, let's say you're 50 years old, you might want your portfolio to be 70% stock funds. That's taking 120, subtracting 50, which leaves you with 70%. And the remaining portion of your portfolio would be in other asset classes, like bonds, real estate, and cash. All right, number six is stop short-term thinking. Without winning the lottery, creating financial security and reaching big goals takes time. Significant financial wins come from planning and they come from habits that typically take decades. Making minor, continuous improvements that compound over time is the secret to achieving just about any desired outcome you want with your finances. For example, if you want to retire as a millionaire, you could invest $300 a month starting in your 20s. But if you wait until your 30s, it's going to be $800 a month. If you wait until your 40s, it's going to take $1,200 a month, and so on. The more time you have to make investments that give you compounding growth, the less money you need to invest to achieve your goal. So the sooner you take a long-term view the easier it is to build a secure future or achieve any dream you have. So start now, even if you start small, and give up short-term thinking. Number seven, stop wasting time. We only have one life to achieve the success we want, right? If you're spending too much time, I don't know, playing video games, surfing the web, or watching TV, be clear with yourself that they are probably not moving you closer to achieving your goals. Sometimes you need to say no to things like invitations from friends, invitations from work colleagues, and maybe opportunities that stand in the way of your goals. Yes, recreation is essential for life balance, and I'm, I'm not saying don't spend time with your friends and family. You just can't let these habits be an escape from accomplishing what's truly important to you. Doing the same things you've always done will give you the same results you've always gotten. In other words, repeating the same bad choices gives you the same problems. Successful people generally are not smarter or luckier than everyone else, but they do use their time more efficiently and they make better choices more often than the average person. You owe it to yourself to give up wasted time and make the most of the precious 24 hours in a day. Be courageous. Forge your own path to personal and financial success. You will be glad you did. Number eight, stop spending time with unsupportive people. Sometimes you're influenced by the people you spend the most time with, and that could be good or bad. Hanging out with people who don't support you or who don't take responsibility for their lives can decrease your likelihood of success. But spending time with people who support your financial dreams and just, you know, truly want the best for you allows you to absorb their positive and helpful energy So it's time to give up or minimize time spent with unsupportive or toxic people. Instead, find better friends, better relationships, and even mentors who can boost your personal and financial success opportunities. Number nine, stop putting other people first. Okay, the last thing I recommend you stop doing is putting other people's financial needs ahead of your own. While helping others is absolutely noble when you can afford it, many overspend on their kids or their parents, jeopardizing their own financial security. If you don't save for emergencies and invest for retirement properly, you may later end up relying on other people for financial support. So I want to encourage you to stay laser-focused on caring for yourself and protecting your financial future. I'd love to hear from you if you have a money question or a topic suggestion. You can do that by leaving a voice message at 302-364-0308. And as I mentioned, you can also visit lauradadams.com to use my email contact page and learn more about me, my work, books, and money courses. And be sure to follow Money Girl on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you automatically get each new weekly episode that come out every Wednesday. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin and our intern is Cameron Lacey.